Welcome to everyone tuning in. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Catherine Fox, and I'm an investment and philanthropic advisor at Arnerich Messina. Arnerich is a Portland-based investment advisory firm bringing a unique and disciplined investment and planning process to families, nonprofit endowments, and foundations. Our mission is to build lasting legacies, which often involves working closely with estate planning lawyers. An attorney we work with frequently is Kate Kilberg, a partner at Catalyst Law, who I am happy to introduce today. Kate has been helping people and organizations plan and administer their estates for 18 years. Her practice focused on, on complex estate planning and administration, nonprofit and tax-exempt organizations, social enterprise and impact investing, and philanthropy. Her work and mission are closely aligned with Arnrich Messina's, and I'm thrilled to have her with us today to talk about estate planning. If you've been to the Catalyst Law blog recently, you may have seen Kate's recent articles in which she explores estate planning plot lines in movies and how they do and don't apply to real life. We thought it would be interesting to look through this lens at what clients should know about estate law. Kate, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks, Catherine. Glad to be here. Before we start talking movies, can you give us a little bit about your background and the kinds of clients you work with at Catalyst? Absolutely. So um, I have been practicing law for 20 years. Hard to believe. It's my 20th year reunion. Um, I went to Harvard for law school and then practiced in Washington, D.C. for about 10 years before moving out to Portland. And I've been here about 20, about 10 years. Um, and my specialty really is anything that's a little bit funky. So I like to work with um, clients that have businesses. I've got a number of clients that have assets abroad or international. There's, you know, one spouse is not a citizen. Um, so those are my favorite ones to work or that there's, a, you know, some fun tax planning that can be done. Those are the ones that I really enjoy working on. Um, but we have the capability to pretty much work with anyone uh, who, who needs an estate plan. I also really like working with clients who have a philanthropic um, goal and, you know, figuring out how to best benefit their, their charitable recipients. Great. Thanks so much for sharing. Sounds like you've built a pretty diverse practice for yourself over at Catalyst. Keeps it interesting for sure. <laughs> well, jumping into movies, one of the films you analyze is The Descendants with George Clooney, which spotlights the transfer of property, in particular the rule against perpetuities and the importance of advanced directives. Let's start with property transfer. What can we learn from Clooney as Matt King about property transfer as part of estate planning? Yeah, great. So um, just for those who may not have seen the movie, um, the, this is, it's an Academy Award nominated movie. It's actually a really good movie. Um, and it's a, the story is about uh, Matt King, who's played by George Clooney. And, and there's sort of two parallel plot lines going on. One of the plot lines is he's working with his family and extended family to deal with this trust that they have in the family uh, and have had for a long time. And the other is that um, his wife, Elizabeth, was in an unexpected voting, voting accident and ends up in a coma. And so he and his immediate family, his two daughters are sort of coping with that reality at the same time. Um, so it's, an, it's a great estate planning movie. And what I like to, the lessons that I like to uh, teach with this are a few things. So first of all, um, a good estate plan 
is more than just a will. I think a lot of folks, when they think about estate planning, they think, oh, I need to go write a will, but it's actually a lot more than that. And so um, the first part, which you mentioned was the property transfer through a trust. So not every family needs a trust, not everybody needs a trust, but a lot of people do. Um, one of the big benefits of using a revocable trust plan instead of a will plan is the ability to avoid probate, which is the court proceeding um, that happens when someone dies if they don't have a trust. Um, the trust that's an issue in the descendants um, owns uh, 25,000 acres of pristine land on Kauai. And so it's a pretty valuable um, piece of property and it's been in their family for generations and um, it has allowed the family to live very well. And so in the story, uh, George Clooney's character, Matt King, um, has been pretty frugal and has managed the wealth that he's gotten from the trust over time, but he's dealing with, um, I would say, a group of 10 to 15 cousins um, who have not and who could really use, uh, use the land or would like to sell the land and, and get the money from the sale of the property. And in the movie, the trust is actually ending because of a uh, old property lot rule called the rule against perpetuities, which basically says that um, property can only stay in a trust for a certain amount of time. So it used to be the rule, the rule against perpetuities was uh, a property could stay in trust until the end of any lives in being plus 20 years or 21 years. And each state has its own separate rule against perpetuities. Um, it's been simplified quite a bit. So now the rule tends to be more, um, it's just 90 years after the last living per person dies. Um, there are some states like Delaware and Nevada that have intention in Alaska that have intentionally um, lengthened or abolished the rule against perpetuities, which means trusts can go on and on and on for much longer than they can in other states. But here in Oregon, it's generally 90 years after the death of the last person living at the time this trust, the trust was created. Um, and so what's interesting is Matt is the sole trustee and he's faced with this decision of should he sell the land, which is what his cousins want him to do, um, and, and use the proceeds to benefit them, or should he continue to preserve the family asset in some way. Um, and so, so that's part of it. And that's one use of trusts. So, so that's, one of the, that's another benefit of setting up a trust for your family members is it can help you uh, benefit them from generations to come. So I like to tell my clients the two benefits of creating a trust for somebody else are spendthrift protection. So that's what we see in the descendants. So this trust has kept the family from basically spending away uh, the 25,000 acres, the value of that over time. It's preserved it for them. Um, so that's one benefit. And then the other benefit is um, as long as the trust is properly drafted, the benefit of those assets that are in the trust can be passed from generation to generation without any transfer tax, estate or gift tax. Um, so that's that's one of the, the first things, one of the things that I like to talk about, about the descendants. Great, I appreciate you telling it all, especially without any spoilers for those of us, even though it's not a totally current movie who still haven't seen it. I know one of the other issues talked about in The Descendants, you mentioned uh, Matt's wife who's in a coma, um, is the importance of an advanced directive or a healthcare directive. Can you talk a little bit about why it's so important? Absolutely. And so, the um, in a, as I mentioned, a good estate plan includes more than just a will. So I've talked about wills and I've talked about trust, but there are actually a few other things that any good estate plan should 
consider. And that one of them is a um, planning for disability. And so generally that means a durable power of attorney, um, which is a, uh, you're nominating someone where if you are still living, but you're not able to manage your own financial matters, you're nominating someone to do that for you. And then the advanced directive, which is if again, you're still living, but you're not able to make your own decisions about medical decisions, the advanced directive again, nominates someone. And you can also put in their directions about what types of care you do and do not want to have. Um, I'll, I'll just take a minute to say that that's not even where I would say a good estate plan ends, that a good estate planner should also be looking at any life insurance and retirement accounts and looking who your de designated beneficiaries are and making sure the whole thing is coordinated as well as how do you own those assets? Do you hold, asset, do you hold things jointly with somebody else? Um, and how, how is that affected? How would that be affected by your death? Um, back to the advanced directive though. So one of the things that's really important about the advanced directives, what I like to say about the descendants is there is lots of drama in the descendants, which is what, which is great for a Hollywood movie. Um, not, not so great for an estate plan, um, but even in the descendants, there's not a lot of drama about what Elizabeth would have wanted. Elizabeth is, is the wife who's in the coma and it, it's pretty, it becomes clear that she's going to die. And um, and so there's this process of letting her go. And there's actually some really beautiful scenes in the movie um, where you get to see all of the different family members sort of saying goodbye to her. And um, the thing I really like about it again is I think the King family estate planners did an excellent job here. Um, the trusts did a great job of protecting that asset for generations. And they've, they've got this really painful, hard situation but they're not fighting with each other. They're all there, it's peaceful. They're able to say goodbye and sort of let her go without fighting about somebody wants to keep her on life support and somebody doesn't. Great. Moving on to another film, in your review of This Is Where I Leave You from 2014, you look at issues associated with passing down family businesses. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I know many of our clients are owners or founders of businesses and would be interested to hear your take. Absolutely. So um, I, that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying these days is working with business owner clients. I'm working with them on their estate planning. And um, what, I, uh, what I like about this is where I leave you. So I will say, this is where I leave you entertaining to watch. Unlike The Descendants, I will not say it's as good of a movie, but there's a lot of um, on-screen talent. So um, uh, Tina Fey, Adam Driver, um, Jason Bateman are all in it. So it's interesting to watch. Um, but, uh, and so, and it tells the story of four adult children who return to their childhood home to sit Shiva upon the death of their father, whose name was Mort Altman. Um, and so during the seven day period, uh, family secrets and tensions are revealed. And, um, and in one scene, they get into a heated discussion about what Mort chose to do with the family business. Um, and so what I like to say to folks about this and about this movie is that it really illustrates the point that one size doesn't fit all, um, particularly if you have a family business, you need to be really thoughtful about it. Um, and so, <clears throat> What I, what's interesting in this movie is that Mort's estate plan, he had, a, he had a sporting goods business and there are a couple scenes that take place in the sporting goods store and it appears to be a fairly normal sporting goods store. Um, and so he leaves, he leaves the business to one half to the eldest brother whose name is Paul. Um, and Paul had participated in the business and had been working in the business with Mort. 
Um, and then they, he leaves one sixth to the other, each of the other three siblings um, who had not been actively involved in the business. And so while each family business is unique, um, this is really not a great plan. And so what you'll see, what you see in the movie is that Paul who has experience and knowledge um, of the business and the industry now has to include his siblings who have not been involved in all of his business decisions. And, and in the fist fight scene, um, which is rather humorous, uh, um, uh, he ends up fighting with the youngest brother whose name is Philip, um, who has grand ideas about bringing venture capital to this <laughs> rather ordinary uh, sporting goods store. Um, and, and so it gets interesting um, in terms of what the siblings end up doing, doing with the business. So when I look at this, you know, first of all, I'm really glad that Mort had an estate plan. So it actually turns out that 60% of adults do not have an estate plan, um, which is, is pretty shocking, uh, especially since 90% of people say that they want to benefit their families and they want to make their deaths as easy as possible on their families. Um, so he gets, Mort gets an A for effort in terms of the, um, in terms of making an estate plan, but the plan could have been more thoughtful. So one thing that he may have done would have been to give Paul the business um, and leave other assets to the other kids to equalize the value if that was his intention. Another idea would have been to put the business in a trust or an LLC with Paul being able to manage the business and the other kids would be able to benefit from the value of the business and the income from the business without um, keeping Paul from being able to run the business with his um, years of experience and industry knowledge. Um, so there's lots of different things and lots of different arrangements when people are thinking about uh, how they want a, a family business to pass on after they've passed away. Um, you know, I have some clients that think about selling to a third party buyer, some uh, clients that give business assets to family, some clients that sell uh, business assets to family. And, and that's part of what I really enjoy is kind of figuring out, you know, what does everybody want and how can we get you there um, as tax efficiently as possible. Um, in the uh, in this is where I leave you um, again. I don't love the plan. It, it feels a little bit like it's not um, it's not the best plan for securing the longevity of the business. And I I will say also after 20 years of estate planning that, that that's exactly the type of thing that um, that ends profitable businesses. Um, we end up seeing siblings that don't speak to each other anymore, and it uh, and one of the worst things that can happen is um, expensive estate litigation. Um, when the siblings don't don't have their own needs and, and wants taken into consideration for an asset. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for sharing your insights in these Hollywood estate planning lessons. Hopefully anyone listening can think about how they may or may not apply to their own lives and how they may want to structure or restructure, in some cases, their estate plans. If you'd like to learn more about Kate Kilberg and Catalyst Law or read her blog series, you can visit catalystlawllc.com. You can learn more about Arnerich Messina at arnerichmessina.com. Visit our blog for informative and relevant podcasts and articles on a wide variety of planning topics. Kate, thank you again for your time and for joining us today and sharing your knowledge and expertise in a very relatable way. No problem. Thanks so much, Catherine. Good to see you. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Arnerch Messina's podcast. Please see the podcast description for important copyright and disclaimer information.